Your internet and wireless should always have you covered. With Xfinity, you're covered far and wide. Get the best internet experience at home with Xfinity XFi and the best wireless coverage with Xfinity Mobile. To learn more, click, call, or visit a store today. Requires residential post-pay Xfinity internet. Restrictions apply. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Divinity Life podcast. I pray that uh, all is well with you and your families and I uh, want to say good morning to you, good afternoon, good evening, uh, whatever time that you are listening to this episode and uh, wherever you're located in the world. I'll greet you in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And uh, for those of you who may be wondering, I am in Texas and it's evening now. Uh, it's almost uh, 9 p.m. So uh, it's evening here. And uh, I I wanted to bring a quick message to you. I I said that I would uh, share with you whenever I receive um, more, you know, information and uh, revelation about what uh, God's heart is, what God's heart is concerning his people, uh, concerning you and concerning I. And so um, I want to share this with you here and I want um, to um, be very brief but uh, this is going to be very clear and concise. It is a, a, a word from the Lord, straight from the Lord that, that he spoke to me today. And uh, I'm going to try to walk you through this. And I want you to, um, you know, just really uh, prepare your heart and uh, your mind because um, it's, it's a heavy, it's a little bit, you know, it's a bit of a heavy word. But um, it's 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 going to really be effective, you know, if we can apply this word, it's going to really be effective in uh, and, and really be um, uh, instrumental in um, our ability to bring the kingdom of heaven into the earth. Um, uh, so, you know, uh, um, we live in a country, you know, uh, in America, I'm in America and um, I believe the Lord is saying that, you know, really we are responsible for a lot of what happens in the rest of the world. You know, we know that, you know, our country at this time, you know, is in a state of unrest. Uh, the world is in a state of unrest really, but, you know, uh, a lot of people look up to America and we, um, you know, people think that, you know, we're the best country in the world and, uh, you know, we've got all this money, this wealth and, you know, um, you know, people, you know, just really, really living the life over here. And so a lot of uh, people in other countries, you know, they look up to us. They uh, they uh, want to be like us and they imitate us. And uh, the reason I know that is because, you know, I I teach uh, English online. Uh, I work from home. I teach English online and um, um, all of my students are in other countries. You know, I teach, I have students in the Middle East. I have students in Saudi Arabia, uh, Dubai, Pakistan, um, uh, Jordan, Egypt, uh, um, you know, all those, uh, it's just all over the world, Turkey, uh, Brazil, Japan, uh, Korea, South Korea, uh, China, you know, I have students everywhere. And uh, one common thread among 99% of my students is that they're practicing uh, to their English to pass the English exam because they want to live in America. They want to uh, study in America, go to school in America. They want to 
work in America. You know, many of them have relatives who lived in, who live here now, and uh, they've been over here to visit their family, and um, they want to come to stay. You know, they want to come back to stay. So, you know, they're working to improve their English and everything. And so, um, you know, these, you know, this is what I do. And uh, the word, the, the word that God gave me today. Um, really, you know, it really was an eye opener because it kind of brought some things together for me that he had been showing me for a while, but I just really hadn't wrapped my, my head completely around it. You know, he started revealing this to me in a dream back in September of last year. And, uh, I had this dream and, 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 uh, I'll explain it, but, um, yeah, uh, he, he gave me a dream and I, um, I shared the dream here on the podcast um, a few months later, but then I I took I deleted the recording because I even though I shared the dream with you all, I could not really uh, under uh, explain it properly, you know, um, because I was still kind of um, trying to reach the totality of understanding about that thing. Okay, um, so. I'm going to tell you uh, what the Lord spoke to me today and and what sparked this today was uh, several days ago, the Lord said to me, um, stop eating things that have been sacrificed unto idols. And I was like, huh, Lord? He was like, he said, stop eating things that have been sacrificed unto idols. And I wrote it down, but I haven't shared it with you here yet. Um, but he brought it back to my remembrance today because, um, um, we were here at home and, uh, my son was home, you know, he's off, uh, on the weekends and, um, he was, uh, he was playing his PlayStation, uh, game. My son is, he's a young adult and he works very hard. So, you know, he was relaxing and he was playing his PlayStation game and, uh, he, his favorite games are the sports games and the racing games, you know? So he was playing uh, uh, his basketball game and uh, I was in the kitchen cooking and uh, he kept getting mad, you know, at the game because uh, uh, in the game they kept calling his fouls, but they weren't calling the fouls on the players who fouled him, you know. So he was like, they're cheating, you know, and um, he was getting mad because, you know, he wanted um, he didn't want his stats affected because he had already built up a really good uh you know, record, you know, in, in terms of stats, uh, on the game. And so, um, yeah, so he got mad, you know, and, and, uh, because they lost the game obviously. And, uh, and he quit, you know, he, he, he turned it off, you know? And, uh, so, uh, I was sitting here in, in the room and, um, in my room and, uh, <laughs> I was uh, sitting here and the Lord said to me, what did, what did Tariq do when, uh, when he got mad at the game because he felt like they weren't playing fair? I was like, what did he do? And I said, well, he turned it off. He said, okay. He said, what do you do when someone is, uh, is not treating you right? Or you feel that they're not treating you fairly or, you know, they're not being, uh, true to you, you know, what, what do you do? And I said, well, you know, <laughs> I, I get away from them. You know, I just, I just, I separate myself from them. He said, okay. He said, tell my people to stop 
eating things that have been sacrificed unto idols. I want you to open up your your spirit here and receive this. It's, it's going to be kind of kind of heavy, but I want you to receive this word because this is going to make the difference in terms of how um, how serious we are about bringing the kingdom of God, the kingdom of heaven, into the earth. Amen. You want his? Do you really want his kingdom to come? Do you really want his kingdom to come? Because it's coming right now. It's happening right now. We see all this turmoil and everything that's going on in America, right? And all the other countries and everything, they kind of, they look up to us, right? But, but, but our country is being turned into hell because we, every nation that forgets God shall be turned into hell, right? Amen. So this is what we see right going on right now is hell going on in this country. You know, all kinds of unrest, Right. And, and disease and plague and all this kind of stuff is happening. And um, this is what the Lord is saying. Because it, even in the midst of all this chaos, God is working his agenda. His, his agenda is coming to pass. See, the world system, they have their agenda, but God has his own agenda. And his agenda is coming to pass. This is going to end in a worldwide awakening and a worldwide return to God. This is going to this is going to end uh, with with the glory of God covering the earth as the waters cover the sea, just like he said, just like he said, his word never returns to him void. It never falls to the ground. It's going to happen just like he said. The scriptures cannot be broken. Amen. So I want to uh, share the, the rest of this with you here. This is what the Lord said to me. He said, tell them, he said, stop eating things. I'm me included now. I'm talking to all of us. So don't, you know, don't, don't, don't go there about, you know, don't let the enemy play with your head. Okay. He said, stop eating things that have been sacrificed unto idols. Stop contributing your time, your money, and your energy to things, people, businesses, and organizations that have, that have been sacrificed and are sacrificing unto idols. This major key of action compounded with kingdom prayer will cripple and destroy all demonic agenda. This will stop the spread of evil and darkness from progressing in the earth. Stop supporting the kingdom of darkness and start advancing the kingdom of light through your prayers and your actions. He said, uh, so many of you are focusing, so many people are focusing their energy on perfecting the outer man, i.e. the body, the physical body, instead of their soul and spirit. He said, they work out and eat healthy then turn right around and immerse their minds into filthy things. Bodily exercise profits little. This first Timothy four and eight bodily exercise profits little, but godliness is profitable unto all things, having the promise of life that now is and of that which is to come promise of the life that now is and of that which is to come promise of the life that now is here on earth and of that which is to come eternal life godliness godliness 
is profitable unto all things. Bodily exercise profits us a little, right? Okay. He said then, he said, develop, tell them to develop a new taste palette for clean music, clean movies, clean books, clean food, and clean products. Focus on consuming only things that are clean and wholesome. He said, draw nigh unto me with your whole heart and I will draw nigh unto you. Read my word. Listen to me. Love me with all your heart. Love yourself and love your neighbor as yourself. Light up the darkness. Be fruitful. Multiply. Dominate the earth and replenish it, saith the spirit of the living God. What is God saying? He's saying, he told us uh, uh, the other night that we're getting ready to see him separate the light from the darkness, right? The clean from the unclean, the holy from the unholy, right? The wheat from the tare and the sheep from the goats. Ain't that what he said the other night? That's what he said. Okay. So now how is this going to happen? He's saying, come out from among them. And touch not the unclean thing because I'm getting ready to destroy that system. I'm getting ready to destroy that world. The earth belongs to you, but I am getting, I am destroying the systems of the world right now. That's what God is doing. He's tearing down the systems of the world. Okay. Remember that the earth I gave to you all, I gave it to, to my children. I gave it to y'all. So when it's all said and done, this is not going to be no, no um, apocalypse movie where, you know, the earth is just um, the cities and everything is just, you know, empty and bare and and trashed. And, you know what I'm saying? And no people there or whatever. That's the movies that that that's not that's not the word. That's not the word. That's not how this thing is going to look when it's when it's all said and done. This this earth is going to be replenished. It's going to be restored. It's going to be um replenished, replenished. Ain't that what he told them? He said, replenish the earth. It's going to be replenished because this is God's planet and it's going to be replenished um, by the children of God, the children of God, the sons of God are going to take over this earth and it's going to be a fruitful land. It's going, it's going to be dominated by the, by the sons of God. All these uh, industries that we see in the earth now, these are getting ready to be occupied by God's sons and God's daughters. Right now, they're occupied by the children of the devil. Most of them are occupied by, you know, by the enemy. But this is this stuff is getting ready to be turned over to us. He said the wealth of the wicked is laid up for the just. Right. OK, don't want to get on, off topic. So let me get back. <laughs> let me get back to this. All right. So what did he say? He said, stop eating things that have been sacrificed unto idols, right? Stop contributing your time, your money, your energy to things and people and businesses and organizations that have been sacrificed and are sacrificing unto idols. This is the action he wants us to take because this is going to destroy the devil's agenda here in the earth and it's going to stop the spread of evil and darkness from progressing in the earth. See, we support the kingdom of darkness so much that it keeps advancing. But we're not advancing our own kingdom, which is the kingdom of heaven, the kingdom of light, right? 
So, so we think we are because we, you know, we go to church and we listen to preaching and we shout, holler, dance and everything. Then we go home and then we Netflix and chill. And then we turn on these movies that are full of, uh, violence. Every, uh, you know, every movie is kill, 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 sexing it up, drinking it up, you know, uh, all, all this kind of, all this kind of filth, right? This is the stuff he's talking about. You know, we, 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 we think that, you know, oh, I, uh, well, we have liberty to do these things, you know, uh, God ain't judging us for that. You know what I'm saying? And if my conscience don't condemn me, you know, I haven't sinned and all this kind of stuff. Okay. We can say that if we want to, but, 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 but look, he said, as long if we consider wisdom, right, we, we pray against these things. We, we go to church and we pray against these things, the spirit of uncleanness, the spirit of murder, the spirit of hatred, the spirit of bitterness, the spirit of unforgiveness, the spirit of deception, manipulation, all these spirits that the enemy is, you know, conquering the, the earth with, conquering people with. We pray against these things, right? We bind this stuff, right? These principalities, these powers and all this stuff, rulers of the darkness, spiritual weakness in our place. Ooh, we binding that. I mean, we praying our heart out, right? We binding this stuff up, but then we turn right around and we support it. We turn right around and we support it. We are canceling out our own prayers. See God, see, see, see God said, um, he said to me, he said, when I, when you pray, I, I don't want you to pray amiss. I don't want you to be as one beating against the air, but I want you to be strategic in prayer. And when you're strategic in prayer, you know, you, you have an eye to see your perception is very keen, uh, when you're moving through the spirit in prayer. And when you are strategic, you never miss your target because you can see the target. You can see the target. When we pray from now on, pray for God to open the eyes of your understanding, to anoint your eyes with ISAF to give you spiritual foresight and perception. 2020 vision, clarity of vision in the realm of the spirit as well as in the natural and ears to hear what his spirit is saying. This needs to be our prayer because we're praying, but we're praying blindly. Okay. God is saying, okay, you got up in the spirit. You prayed. You prayed against all this stuff. You pulled all this stuff down. You, you know, you move all these spirits and cleared them out. And then you open the door and let them right back in because you go and support their kingdom. You rejoin yourself to them again. Okay. But, but just like my son in the game, right? He, he realized that, man, they, these jokes, they ain't playing fair, you know, and we done lost and everything. And what did he do? He turned it off. God said, what do you do when somebody, when somebody is, you know, uh, uh, not treating you fairly when somebody is, you know, um, uh, is violating you or somebody is, um, you know, uh, you know, uh, mistreating you. What do you do when somebody is even getting on your nerves or frustrating you or annoying you? You get away from them. You separate yourself from them, right? Okay. So that's what he's saying. He's saying, separate yourself from them. Come out from among them. Be ye separate unto me and touch not the unclean thing because I am getting ready to judge that thing. I'm getting ready to judge that thing. I'm finna, you're going to see God judge this system. You watch and see. Yeah, we're, we're already seeing it now. 
what we're seeing now through all that's going on is the kingdom of heaven at, at coming into the earth. It's coming. It's moving its way into the earth because this thing, it's watch. It's going to be an end time uh, awakening, an end time revival, an end time uh, return unto God like never before. And watch and see. Watch, watch and see. The Bible says in the last days, all nations shall run to the house of the Lord. That's what it says. It's going to come. They're going to be looking for people of, for, for, for real, true uh, people of God who carry the power of God. They're going to be looking for the, they're going to be looking just like they came looking for Jesus. Jesus didn't have to run after people. They came looking for him. They came looking for him. Why did they come looking for him? Because they knew that he had the power to help them. He had the power to heal them. Your internet and wireless should always have you covered. And with Xfinity, you're covered far and wide. You'll get the best internet experience at home with Xfinity X5 and the best wireless coverage on the most reliable network with Xfinity Mobile. Plus, for a limited time, ask how to get $400 off an eligible Samsung 5G phone. To learn more, click, call, or visit a store today. Requires residential post-pay Xfinity Internet. Restrictions apply. Samsung offer ends 915. 5G only in parts of select cities. Your internet and wireless should always have you covered. And with Xfinity, you're covered far and wide. You'll get the best internet experience at home with Xfinity X5. And the best wireless coverage on the most reliable network with Xfinity Mobile. Plus, for a limited time, ask how to get $400 off an eligible Samsung 5G phone. To learn more, click, call, or visit a store today. Requires residential post-pay Xfinity Internet. Restrictions apply. Samsung offer ends 915. 5G only in parts of select cities. He had the wisdom. He had the authority. He had the uh, he had the faith. He had everything he needed, everything they needed to get help. Right? So they ran to him. His anointing drew them to him like a magnet. So I'm going to go to a scripture here. Revelations chapter 2. Revelation chapter 2, we're going to look at verse 12, okay? Looking at verse 12, Jesus is speaking to the churches, right? Verse 12, okay, it says, And to the angel of the church of Pergamos write, These things saith he which hath the sharp sword with two edges. Two-edged sword, right? Okay, uh, the two-edged sword. What is a two-edged sword? That's the word of God. That has two edges. One side is judgment and the other side is mercy. One side is judgment and the other side is mercy. He will cut you up, up one side and down the other. Amen. <laughs> Build you up on the other. Well, that's the job of the prophet. That's the job of the prophet. That's that. Okay. You see, you, you wonder why so some of us, um, out here speaking, it seemed like we're always speaking about the church and what's wrong in the church and stuff like that. You say, do you ever have, you know, anything else to say? No, that is my function in the body. I'm a prophet. And what prophets do is they tear down, they pull down, they throw down, they destroy. And then they turn around and build up. They turn around and build up and restore and edify. Okay, that's the job of the prophet. So, and the job of the prophet is is to point the way, to tell us, to show us of things which are to come. 
So that's why when God, it's, it's very important for us to know who we are uh, in the body of Christ and how we fit in and what our job and our, our function is, what our function is, what our calling, what our function is in the body. Because once we understand what our function is, then uh, we, we, we stop wasting time and we, we get about God's business. Now we know what to do. We know how, how to operate. You know, okay, this is why God is showing me these dreams, these visions. This is why God is speaking. Oh, yeah, that is God speaking to me. Why? Because I'm a prophet. Because I'm an apostle. Because I'm a pastor. I'm an evangelist. I'm a teacher. Wherever you fit in. God deals with you according to your your uh, your calling and your specific function in the body. OK, he gives you instructions for that function. OK, so that's why I'm here again speaking to the church, because when God um, this is another thing to know. OK, all through the church, all through the Bible, when God was correcting and 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 letting the children of Israel uh, uh, be taken away captive by other nations, and you know, always correcting them and trying to get them, you know, back on track. You know, um, uh, every time you know that God was rebuking and correcting and 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 all of that, He was doing it. Uh, he was speaking to His people. He was speaking to his people, the children of Israel. He was speaking to Israel and Judah. He was speaking to them, right? That's another message. Okay, um, let's read this scripture again. Revelations 12. And to the angel of the church in Pergamos write, These things saith he which hath a sharp sword with two edges. I know thy works and where thou dwellest, even where Satan's seat is. And thou holdest fast my name and has not denied my faith, even in those days wherein Antipas was my faithful martyr who was slain among you where Satan dwelleth. But I have a few things against thee because thou hast there them that hold the doctrine of Balaam, who taught Balak to cast a stumbling block before the children of Israel to eat things sacrificed unto idols and to commit fornication. So hast thou also, so hast thou also them that hold the doctrine of the Nicolaitans, which thing I hate. Repent or else I will come unto thee quickly and will fight against them with the sword of my mouth. He that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit saith unto the churches. To him that overcometh will I give to eat of the hidden manna, and will give him a white stone, and in the name and in the stone a, ne a new name written, which no man knoweth, saveth he that receiveth it. Okay. All right. Now let's look at some things here. First of all, he was talking to the church of Pergamos, right? The church of Pergamos. And the church of Pergamos, he said that uh, the church of Pergamos, where they were dwelling, was the place where Satan's seat is. Right. OK, so let's let's look at this. Let's do a little little journey of research here. The church of Pergamos was located where Satan's seat is. So I, I did I did a little digging here and this is what I found. Uh, several things, but they all kind of add up to this. So I'm just going to read this. It says to the, uh, it says, uh, 
Okay, so it says today all that's left of the city of Pergamus, uh, or Pergamum, actually, which, which is which is the same city, now in modern day Turkey, are ruins. All that's left there is ruins today, right? But when the Apostle Paul wrote this le- wrote his letter to the church there, it was one of the most influential cities in in the Roman Empire. So Pergamus was a very in- influential city um, that was established. Uh, by Apostle Paul and um, uh, I'm sorry where that where, where Apostle Paul established uh, a church there he, he established one of the churches there this church of Pergamus okay Pergamum had a unique status that was different from any other city because it was the political center the political center says Rick Renner um, Rick Renner is the author of a book called A Light in the Darkness. How coincidental. Okay, let's keep moving. (laughs) A study of the seven churches of Asia Minor. So this book uh, called A Light in the Darkness by Rick Renner is a study of the seven churches of Asia Minor. It was from there, Pergamos, that all the rulings were made. The political center there where all the rulings were made that affected the whole of Asia Minor. Okay, the people of Pergamus were invent uh, uh, Pergamum. Excuse me, were inventors and innovators. Inventors and innovators. They perfected a parchment made of calfskin and built the world's first psychiatric hospital. Psychiatric. You wonder why they're dealing with your psyche today? Okay, let's keep reading. Political center, right? Inventors, innovators, right? Why did they build a psychiatric hospital, though? Psychiatric. Why they want to mess with your psyche? Okay, we're about to find out. Pergamum Pergamum was also a well-known center for the arts. The arts. The arts. The city's theater seated 10,000 people a night. The acoustics were so good that a whisper on stage could be heard all the way in the top row. The city's Acropolis rivaled Athens, Athens, the city of Athens. It, it was it was Athens rival and its library was the second largest in the ancient world. Its collection was so great that the Roman general Mark Anthony presented it as a wedding gift to Cleopatra. OK, keep reading. At the end of the first century, Pergamon was a thriving city. So why does the book of Revelation call it call it the dwelling place of Satan? The answer lies in the ruins of the city's temples. On one side, it was a very beautiful city, but on the flip side, it was one of the darkest, eeriest cities in the whole Roman Empire. The people of Pergamon were known as the temple keepers of Asia. The city had three temples dedicated to the worship of the Roman Empire emperor, another for the goddess Athena and the great altar of Zeus, the king of the Greek gods. Many scholars believe that this altar is the throne of Satan mentioned in the book of Revelation. Okay, that word throne was used in a personal uh, private residence. It was a chair for the Lord of the house and the master of the house. Right. Um, the, the, the very fact that Jesus, um, uh, he says the very fact that Jesus would use this word means that Satan felt at home there. He sat on a throne there. It was his territory. He was the master of that house. Amen. Okay. So now we have a little bit more information about this, this city, Pergamum, 
which is now uh which is uh which is Pergamos in the in the Bible, same city, right? And and that is why uh that is why Jesus said that um this uh city or this this place where the where the church of Pergamos was was um in the same place where Satan's seat is. All right. It, it was in the same because it was in the same city. So we're talking about political center, right? The political center. We're talking about innovators. We're talking about um, inventors. We're talking about the arts. We're talking about, you know, all these things. Right. OK. Doesn't that sound like the industries that we uh, that get us in trouble today? This music, these movies, this, you know, we have all these uh, all these uh, streaming channels and everything like that. You can watch whatever you want to watch on TV and 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 have access to all of that stuff. And and no matter which one you turn it on, you're gonna see one of several things. You're gonna see a, a kill, 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 or sex, 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 or drinking. You know, uh, people getting drunk and acting stupid. You're gonna see homosexuality. You're gonna see. Um, you're going to see uh, rape. You're going to see violence. You know, you're going to see all this stuff, right? Okay. This, 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 we're, we're going somewhere now. We're going somewhere. Are you seeing this? Are you seeing this? Okay. Now let's talk about Balaam. He says a few things. I have a few things against you because you have, uh, you have there them that hold the doctrine of Balaam who taught Balak to cast a stumbling block before the children of Israel to eat things sacrificed unto idols and to commit fornication. All right. Now let's talk about the doctrine of Balaam. Let's talk about the doctrine of Balaam. Balaam. Um, okay. Let's, let's, let's figure out, remember who Balaam was. Okay. Balaam, um, in the book of Numbers, Balaam was a non-Israelite prophet described in, in the book of Numbers. And uh, Numbers is in the Old Testament, for those of you who don't know. Numbers 22 and, and uh, 24. Uh, he was a diviner. He was a diviner, right? So he was like a sorcerer um, who was, in, who was um, uh, kind of employed by Balak, who was the king of Moab. Uh, to place a curse on the people of Israel. So he was a non-Israelite prophet. He wasn't an Israelite prophet. Remember the prophets of Baal, who uh, 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 Elijah, the prophet Elijah, uh, came against and he killed, slew all them prophets because, you know, um, they were false prophets. They were the prophets of Baal, right? And Baal is, um, is, is, uh, is a false god that uh that they they thought back in those days was a rival to the hebrew god right to to our god jehovah yahweh uh the true and living god so you know even back then you know they were trying to you know uh they were trying to uh match him you know what i'm saying the devil always trying to imitate god thus the spirit of antichrist the spirit of antichrist works in the church more so than in the world. Why am I saying that? Is because it, it it imitates God, so He has to come into the church. He has to come into the church. So the spirit of Antichrist is among us. Don't don't get that mis misunderstood. 
Okay. So Balaam was a non-Israelite prophet, right? Um, and he was a sorcerer, right? A diviner. And he was the, um, uh, the king of Moab, uh, told Balaam to place a curse on the people of Israel who were encamped in, on the plains of Moab. And you can read that in the book of Numbers 22. Okay. Now the doctrine of Balaam that Jesus is talking about in Revelations 2 here is because Balaam told, uh, Balaam told King Balak, um, how to get the Israel Israelites to commit sin by enticing them, enticing them. See, Balak wanted to curse the, the children of Israel, but, uh, he couldn't curse them. So he couldn't get them to come out from where they were. So he had to entice them. So Balaam said, okay, we can get them to come out if we entice them with sexual immorality and food sacrifice to idols, right? And the Israelites fell into transgression because of these traps and God sent a deadly plague to them as a result. Numbers 31 and 16, read that. Read that in your own time. I'm trying to be very quick here. I've already been talking for 30 minutes, but read that in your own time. Read what happened. They fell into that trap and God sent a deadly plague among them as a result of that. Now, what do we see today? Deadly plague, right? Deadly plagues coming one after another, right? Okay, now. These are plagues. These are plagues. Okay. And why are the, why are these plagues coming? Because the Israelites fell into transgression. Notice God ain't judge. God ain't talking about, you know, the, the, uh, the world. He's not talking about the unbelievers. He's talking about the believers. So we are responsible we are responsible because this earth is given to us and we know the truth. We're responsible for the truth. We know who the real God is. We know who the true God is. We know who we serve and we know who we worship, but we, we turn away from him and we run and play the harlot under every green tree, worshiping other gods, eating things that are sacrificed unto idols and, 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 and having, a. uh, uh, fornication we're fornicating we're committing adultery against god because the bible says that he's married to us he's married to us so we're we're fornicating that's why that's why jesus said that they caused him um to eat things sacrificed unto idols and to commit fornication in in verse 14 revelations 2 okay so then what did, and that's what we're doing today. Search your heart because this is what we are doing today. We are contributing to them by watching this mess. Stop, stop eating that stuff. Stop eating that stuff. In the beginning of every movie, why they got to show you, why they got to show some blood. The beginning of every movie. Look at it. Every time you see a movie, especially horror movies, these horror movies, these old wicked movies, witches and all this kind of stuff. Every time, you know, they're showing you their agenda in plain sight. They're showing you what they're doing in plain sight. And the first thing they do is they show they got to show some blood. Who are they showing their blood to? It's they're sacrificing to their false gods. They're sacrificing blood. Why was it blood? Because God always required a blood sacrifice in the Old Testament. 
Satan likes to imitate God. He wants to imitate God. He's using the same things to push his own agenda. He want to sacrifice too because he think he God. Okay. All right. So they're sacrificing to their gods. They're selling their soul to the devil. These Hollywood, you know, actors and actresses and stuff like that. And let me tell you something about these people. They're trapped in this system. They're trapped in this industry. They're trapped in this machine because they've been given money, you know, to carry out these different agendas, uh, which are higher agendas. Uh, many of them in political and governmental agendas. Many of them are uh, uh, contracts that have, you know, that have been been signed where they have come in agreement to support certain industries. Did you know that the prison system was actually an industry, a money making machine? Did you know that? Why do you think that uh, suddenly hip hop music became a gangster rap? And all of our. African-American brothers and sisters and some Caucasian brothers and sisters who want to, you know, want to act like us, start listening to this music and stuff like that. You see them bumping down the street and stuff and their minds is all messed up. What their psyche, their psyche, their subconscious mind is all messed up and they're showing you these things and, and they're pushing these things into our ears and into our eyes because they want us to carry it out. See, see, if you keep seeing something long enough and keep hearing something long enough, it becomes part of you. And then the next thing you want, you know, you want to do it. You're going to do it. Unless you are strong in the Lord, you know, unless you're full of the Holy Ghost, you know, you don't have no restraints. You're going to do it. You're going to do it. And so that's how they're trapping us in these systems. See, it's deeper than just racism and and discrimination and stuff. It's deeper than that. There's an there's an underlying agenda, and 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 we and 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 we cannot start hating men and hating hating these people because it's not the people; it's the spirit that's operating in them. It's the spirit that's operating them in them. They're giving themselves over to the devil. We have Luciferian churches and and all kinds of stuff. The Church of Balaam. We have all these stuff that's all these kinds of uh, churches and stuff that have been opening up all around our country. Your internet and wireless should always have you covered, and with Xfinity, you're covered far and wide. You'll get the best internet experience at home with Xfinity XFi and the best wireless coverage on the most reliable network with Xfinity Mobile. Plus, for a limited time, ask how to get $400 off an eligible Samsung 5G phone. To learn more, click, call, or visit a store today. Requires residential postpay Xfinity internet. Restrictions apply. Samsung offer ends 915. 5G only in parts of select cities. When the unexpected comes calling, bounce forward with Comcast Business. Bounce forward fast with internet speeds up to a gig. And bounce forward with security solutions that help keep your connected devices protected. Go to ComcastBusiness.com to learn more. Where do you think that stuff came from? That's a, this has been around for centuries. These are ancient pagan gods. Ancient pagan gods. This stuff started a long time ago. There's nothing new under the sun. 
And we are sitting here eating these things. But God warned his people in the Bible. He said, do not make covenant with them, neither eat with them. Neither marry, marry them. Don't get married into their into their uh, families. Don't take one of their, their their women for your wives. Don't 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 mingle with that. And what is he saying today? Come out from among them and be ye separate and touch not the unclean thing. See, we can sit up in church and hoop and holler all day long. But at the end of the day, we have to make a decision. We have to make a decision. Are you willing to lay down your your life, your agenda, your little fun, you know, and 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 follow Jesus? Are we going to really really follow him? Are we going to really really follow him? Because if you come out, you got to come all the way out. Otherwise, we're not worthy of him. Jesus said, whoever forsake not, if you don't forsake all uh, your old life, your past, when he was talking about forsake your mother, father and all that stuff, he was talking about forsake everything that is not connected to me and follow me. If you can't do that, then you, you're not worthy of me. You're not worthy of me. So so God wants us to make a decision here. He says, stop, stop messing with that stuff. You better leave that stuff alone. Leave it alone because I'm getting ready to judge it. And, and, and you don't want to be in the mix when I do. You don't want to be in the mix when I do. God gave me a dream. God gave me a dream. Uh, last September. And uh, in the dream, I saw people everywhere. There were uh, religious, there were, you know, people in the church, people that weren't in the church. It was just People everywhere had these leeches on them. They had leeches on them. Every person I saw had leeches on them. And the leeches was tearing them up. I mean, they were just, you know, they were just tearing them up, right? And when I woke up out of the dream, it was a short dream. When I woke up out of the dream, um, God gave me a scripture. Proverbs thirty fifteen. Proverbs thirty fifteen, And, um... In the in the in Proverbs thirty fifteen it says that the horse leech has two daughters crying give give, and that's all he gave me. And uh, when he does uh, does that, you know, that's when I know I have to dig, I have to research, and try to put put that thing together, you know, and try to come up with the with the picture of what he's showing me. So he said the horse leech. The reason I I dreamed of leeches. He was talking about the horse leech. The horse leech has two daughters crying, give, give, right? Okay, so what does that mean? Well, what is a leech? A horse leech, actually, if you if you go and look up the word horse leech, it's, uh, it, it, it's a leech that leeches that used to attach themselves to horses um, and, uh, and suck the blood, right? A leech sucks the blood out of an animal. Now, um, a horse leech um, is uh, very similar to an octopus um, or a, uh, anything that has suckers and tentacles on it, right? That's, that, that has sucking power, right? Um, 
you, which is the equivalent of aliens, vampires, you know, this kind of thing that we see in the movies and stuff, right? This is what God is showing me. Now, I wrote all of this down and I'm going to share this with you and break this down to you a little bit here. Um, so he said, he said the horse leech is the very same, uh, very same spirit as the octopus, uh, the alien and the vampire. And I'm like, what? Okay. He says the spirit of religion. The reason I want you to destroy religion. He told me destroy religion. And the reason I want you to destroy religion is because I hate religion because it is sucking the life out of my people. It's turning them into zombies, the living dead. They're like the living dead, he said. He said the true ancient depiction of a blood-sucking vampire. This, this is when I went back and did my research. The true ancient depiction of a blood-sucking vampire or a horse leech, it was known as a horse leech, was a female demon. Well, now in vampire movies and stuff, we always see a man, right? A male, but, 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 but the, the original depiction was a female demon up until about two. Sorry about that. The original, um, depiction of, um, of a blood sucking vampire was a female demon up and up until about 200 years ago. Um, and the horse leech, it has two suckers, right? On either side of its head. Uh, or tentacles, suckers are also called tentacles, um, on the head. And that represents the two daughters, two tentacles on each side of the head represents the two daughters. Cause when I read that scripture, I'm like, well, Lord, what, what, who, who are the daughters? What are the daughters? The horse leech has two daughters that are crying, give, give. And he said the tentacles on each side of the head are the daughters, right? Thus representing the custom of worshiping female gods. Listen closely. Female gods, such as Diana of Ephesus, Mary of uh, 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 in the Catholic religion, right? The Statue of Liberty in the USA, modern day Babylon, which is modern day Babylon in the book of Revelations. He's talking about modern day Babylon, right? Uh, back a uh, uh, long time ago, it was Diana in Ephesus. Uh, and, and then uh, uh, Mary in the Catholic religion, Roman Catholic Church. And then the Statue of Liberty in the USA is also a female it's, a, it's in the image of a female God. Now listen to this. The religious paganistic system is mocking the bride of Christ, which is the church, his body. Why is it female? Why are these demons female? These false gods that they're worshiping um, because they are mocking the bride of Christ. They're mocking the church. That's why they keep coming after the church and enticing us to come over there to their little party and do what they're doing. But stop going to the party, y'all. Stop going to the party. We got to separate ourselves from this stuff. This is why Satan uh, seduced Eve. In the beginning, he seduced Eve. He didn't seduce Adam. He went to the woman first to destroy and make mockery of the bride. Who was futuristic. That was futuristic. 
Um, the bride is the redemption, the redemptive expression of Christ known as the church. We are the redemptive expression of Christ known as the church. Now, in Revelation 12, uh, 1 through 17, what did it say? It said it was the seed of a woman whom the beast sought to devour. It was a, the seed of a woman whom the beast sought to devour and a woman also rode upon the beast um, in Revelation 17, 1 through 6, who was Mystery Babylon, the mother of harlots and abominations. The final, that's, that, that was the final form. That's the final form of the goddess, of the goddess, right? Uh, and, and the mother of harlots, uh, these are false priestesses, temple prostitutes, trans mediums, um, they're thought to bring forth a blessing um, and a, a blessing of prosperity and wisdom and uh, protection and uh, fruitfulness. Right. And but instead they're bringing forth the doctrine of devils. See, they trap you with the with the prosperity and the, you know, that it seems like they got wisdom, like they're wise people and they're, you know, they're very productive and, you know, uh, seem like they can protect us. Right. And and they're very fruitful. You know what I'm saying? They got they have industries, they have business and and we work in a lot of their companies and a lot of their organizations, a lot of their corporations. And, we're you know, we're still working from the for the for them. Right. And, and, and this whole modern day slavery thing, you know what I'm saying? And all this stuff, you know what I'm saying? The chains are, are still there. The chains are still there. You know, we're free, but we're not free. We're free, but we're not free. But what makes us free was not the Emancipation Proclamation. What makes us free is the truth. The What makes us free, the Bible says you shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. And who is the truth? Jesus. Jesus, whom the son sets free is free indeed. Jesus is the truth. So, so, so these spirits, these ancient spirits are, uh, are the, uh, the root, these ancient pagan gods and everything. These are the root of, um, business, the business industry, the business politics and all this stuff that we see today. That was the root of it. It's rooted in pagan uh, idolatry, the doctrine of Balaam, the doctrine of Balaam. And uh, he said, you hold, he said, you also um, have them there. I'm going back to Revelations chapter two. I'm in verse 15. You also have them that hold the doctrine of the Nicolaitans, which I hate. Okay, let's talk about that. The doctrine of the Nicolaitans. All right. Let me pull something up here. Doctrine of the Nicolaitans, because I'm going to compare it to what Lord the Lord told me and the um, and what I wrote down from what God told me. OK. Doctrine of the Nicolaitans. OK. What is that? OK, let me first let me read. Let me read what what God told me. And then I'm going to read to you what the, what I, I looked up here for the doctrine of the Nicol. I haven't even pulled it up yet. I just typed it in doctrine of the Nicolaitans. So I haven't even seen it yet, but I'm going to read to you what God said to me. Okay. What I said, what God said to me was this, the spirit of perversion is being carried out 
through religious through religion and religious practices or traditional ones, traditional ones. How? By making the people to worship the woman, i.e. Diana, uh, who is Artemis, which is the Greek goddess, who is Ishtar, the Babylonian and Assyrian goddess, who is Isis, the Egyptian goddess, who is Mary, the mother of Jesus, instead of worshiping Christ himself, who is God. Now, a lot of our religious practices in these churches are rooted in Roman uh, Catholic history. See, the Roman Catholic Church joined. Uh, the reason they, they uh, came into came into power was because the Romans uh, saw that, you know, killing the, the Christians was not the solution to their problem. So they couldn't, since they couldn't get rid of, rid of all the Christians, what they did was they made it, they tried, they tried to make a covenant with them. They made a covenant and a pact with them. And, and they said, okay, well, you can preach your gospel about your Jesus. If you let us, um, if you let us join together with you and, uh, we'll give you churches and stuff to preach, to preach in and all that kind of stuff. Cause they had the money, you know, we'll, we'll give you what you need. If you let us come in there and bring our, uh, our beliefs and our traditions in with us. So that's how we got uh, all these pagan holidays and all this kind of stuff that many, many so-called Christians or believers I, I I don't call myself a Christian. I'm a saint, okay? Because God never called us Christians. The Romans started calling us Christians um, uh, at Antioch. But I, I I don't call myself a Christian. I I am a saint. God God calls us the saints of God. He calls us His sons, His daughters, His children. I am a daughter of the Most High. I am a believer of Christ Jesus, and 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 that is uh, you know I I, I <laughs> I'm a daughter of God. I'm a son of God. Because when we talk about sons of God, we're talking about women too. Because we came out of the man. Amen. Okay. So now let's let's just look at this. Okay. So they're worshiping. These women, these female, excuse me, uh, goddesses, instead of worshiping Christ, who is God. Now, in the Roman Catholic Church, who do they worship? They worship Mary. You know, they all hail Mary, full of grace, and all that kind of stuff. But they won't—they won't worship Christ. You won't hear them say Christ Jesus, right? Okay, they pray in the name of Mary instead of praying in the name of Jesus and all that kind of stuff, right? You have a confession uh, booth there. You go, you confess to the priest and, instead of confessing your sins to God so the blood can so the blood of Jesus can wash you clean and and uh and redeem you, right? Okay, that's what's happening. Okay, so those religious practices practices and traditions have crept into the church, have crept into our churches, right? The Christian church. Now, um, people now they're, they're worship. They worship by placing more value. Let me show you how it crept in, in here. People are worshiping by pl placing more value or importance on the traditions of gatherings and going to church and temple laws than they do on building a relationship with God himself and coming to a place of sincerely knowing him. See, 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 that's why Jesus drove that stuff out of the temple. 
That's why he, he put them, uh, them whips together and, and beat them up out of there. That's the reason because the traditions of the, of the, of the, of the, um, the the Jewish priests, the traditions of the pre these we're still holding these traditions, these ceremony ceremonial traditions, these you know all this stuff that God is saying He's sick and tired of these these feasts and 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 these celebration uh, uh, conferences and all this stuff. Jesus, Apostle Paul said, "Hey, you know when when God chose to reveal Himself in me, I conferred not with flesh and blood. So so I don't have to go to a conference. What does the word confer?" Well, conference comes from the word confer and there's nothing to confer about. Jesus did it. He saved me. You know, he filled me with his spirit and I belong to him. Point blank, period. I don't have to run from conference to conference to keep conferring with people and, and all that kind of stuff and paying money to get into these conferences and registration fees and flight tickets and all that kind of stuff. I'm just not doing that. <laughs> okay. So ain't nothing to confer about. All right. Sorry. Okay. So what we're doing is we're worshiping. We, uh, we are, um, we're worshiping God. We think we're worshiping God, but we're placing more importance on the traditions of going to church rather than actually building a relationship with him ourselves. And that can happen at home. That can happen anywhere. And I think that's another reason why God, you know, put a, put, Put the brakes on this church thing and, and got us worshiping in our houses. Now, you see, Jesus broke bread. Uh, the, the apostles said the, the Bible said that the apostles broke bread from house to house. Right. And then Jesus, most of his ministry was 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 in people's houses. He went to people's houses and 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 and, and taught them. So, you know, it's only a couple of times in the Bible where you see that Jesus went up and taught in the temple. And they didn't like him in the temple because <laughs> he was saying stuff that just blew their mind, you know. So, you know, they didn't like him there. Okay, so is Jesus in your church? That's that's what we need to know. Okay, religion. Religion is legalistic in nature. That's why God, that's another reason God don't like it. Religion is legalistic in nature. You have to be politically correct. You have to fit in all the check boxes. You have to do this and you have to do that. Jesus did, Jesus did, did never require any of that. He never required any of that. Okay. But relationship is love in nature. Religion is legalistic in nature, but relationship is love in nature. Religion requires you to follow the rules. Relationship requires you to love in nature. That's why Jesus said, um, uh, don't worry about all them laws and all that kind of stuff. Uh, you know, all them commandments and, and Old Testament laws. Don't worry about all of that. Just keep these two commandments. Love God with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength and love your neighbor as you love yourself. Relationship, relationship, right? Your internet and wireless should always have you covered. With Xfinity, you're covered far and wide. Get the best internet experience at home with Xfinity XFi and the best wireless coverage with Xfinity Mobile. To learn more, click, call, or visit a store today. Requires residential postpay Xfinity internet. Restrictions apply. When the unexpected comes calling, bounce forward with Comcast Business. Bounce forward fast with internet speeds up to a gig. And bounce forward with security solutions that help keep your connected devices protected. Go to ComcastBusiness.com to learn more. So, so, so this is a reason why, you know, God, uh, told me this year 
when I, um, when I uh, started, you know, uh, updating the podcast and the banner and all that kind of stuff, I wanted to kind of refresh things for, you know, for 2020 and stuff like that. But God told me this, he said, you know, when you started this podcast, I told you that the purpose of this podcast was to define the difference between religion and relationship. That's what this podcast is about. It's about defining the difference between religion and relationship. And ever since I, I put that uh, that up there, that this was like last summer, I believe, when I started this podcast, and God gave me that, and I put that there on the podcast. We, we're, we're here. I'm here to define the difference between religion and relationship. And God has been working on me 9,000 to strip away religion from my entire mindset. He's been stripping away religion from me ever since. I didn't know completely what it meant that I, I didn't know how religious I was until he started showing me all this stuff. And he said, I'm stripping the mindset from you. I'm stripping the religious dogma. I'm stripping away the religious speech. I'm stripping away the religious traditions. Don't follow in that stuff. You, you, you belong to me. You belong to me. And and he and then he started sending um, people of God, you know, um, men of God, you know, apostle. The main one was Apostle uh, Matthew Stevenson in Chicago. He did a series against the spirit of religion and he started teaching about that stuff. And it just started uncovering so many things that God had shown me already and confirming, you know, what God had shown me and then showing me even more. And I'm like, oh my goodness, you know? So, so when I themed the podcast for this year, I themed it unreligious because that's what God has made me unreligious, unreligious. I'm not religious. I'm not religious. I don't believe in that legalistic stuff. And a lot of what, uh, a lot of what we see today in our, uh, in our, uh, local churches and everything like that, even the whole setup of these churches and, you know, these, uh, it, it, the fact that it's set up like an organization, like a, you know, like a business, uh, somewhat of, you know, it's just, it's just too much sometimes, you know, it's just really, really too much. And, and the way that it's set up, it, it, it shows us that all we're doing is copying and pasting. We're copying the old traditional uh, laws and rules and ways of doing things. And we're pasting it, you know, um, you know, from church to church. We're following in that same system. But God, God saying, come out of that systematic religion. Right. Um, so this is the question we need to ask ourselves concerning that. Is your church law driven or love driven? Um, because the church that belongs to Christ is love driven. It's a love driven church. And, and, um, he said, don't just talk about it, right. But walk it. Don't just talk about it, but walk it, live it, practice what you're preaching, practice what you're preaching. If you hear that, that's my dog scratching on the door. And that means that I am talking too long. Okay. I'm going to give you this last piece and then I'm going to go. Um, but notice these vampire blood sucking demons attack at night. This is something else God showed me. 
These vampire blood-sucking demons, attach, they attack at night while their victims are sleeping. They are night visitors. He's saying, wake up, church. Wake up. They are night visitors. What does that mean? When their victims are sleeping, many of us in the body of Christ now in the church are sleeping. We're sleepwalking. We have our eyes wide shut. We are sleepwalking. And these spirits are all over us. These leeches are all over us. And we don't even see them because we're sleeping. And they are blood suckers. They are sucking the life out of us. They visit us in the night. Which means not just I'm not talking about a physical the physical nighttime, which they also do, which they also do. Them sexual demons that dang on uh incubus and succubus spirits. Yes, they do. Yes, they do. And may each and every one of you be delivered from the spirit of lust and perversion, masturbation, pornography, and sexual sin. In Jesus' name, I curse every demon in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth that tries to visit you and attack your body in the night. In Jesus' mighty name, I bleed the blood of Jesus over each and every one of you and against these spirits in Jesus' name, these unclean, foul spirits of perversion in Jesus name. All right. So we need to wake up. He said the spirit of religion is much more than just hypocrisy and the absence of a love relationship with God amongst believers, but it is the ignorance of a people who blindly feed these horse leeching daughters of Aluka, daughters of Aluka. Okay. Research that in your private time. The daughters of Aluka, A-L-U-K-A-A, A-L-U-K-A, the daughters of Aluka. I don't have time to get into that with you now, but he says it's the ignorance of a people who blindly feed these horse leeching daughters of Aluka who continue to cry for more and more. The horse leech has two daughters crying, give, give, right? These spirits, they continue to cry for more and more, more, more blood. That's why we see it all over the TV, more flesh, people taking their clothes off, women with all their titties out and all this kind of stuff. Uh, reality shows where people just naked now talking about naked dating and all this kind of crazy stuff, right? Taking off their clothes. That's what they was doing back in the day. Same thing. These same thing. Okay. More blood, more flesh, more money, more money, more money, more control. Okay, these spirits have crept into the church. Now, the next time I come, I'm going to share with you what the Lord showed me concerning money, money in the church. Now, I want to I want to lay this preface. I'm in my, no by no means saying that we should not sow into the house of God. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that. But there is a there is a truth behind there's a truth behind the message of the tithe. There is a truth, a biblical truth behind the message of the tithe. And I'm gonna drop that and leave that there. I'll come back to it. Okay? I'll come back to it. I'll come back to it next time. All right. And I have researched it. And I know that I know that is true. I'm, I'm a person who always searches for the truth. You can tell me anything and, and, you know, 
I, I will go back and I will research and I will, I will find out if it's true or not. That's what the Bereans did. They went, they didn't just take word at first value at face value when somebody was, you know, uh, preaching to them or talking to them, but they went back and they researched, they searched the scriptures to make sure that the things that they heard were true. Okay. So I'm one of them, the Bereans. All right. So now how many, he says, how many merchants are sucking up your bank accounts? Merchants. Merchants are not just in the world, not just companies, not just, you know, businesses and stores and stuff. Not the, not just those kind of merchants, but we have merchants in the church, too. Jesus drove them out of the temple. Merchants. OK, let's OK. Merchants are sucking up your bank accounts and crying more, more. We got people on all over social media calling themselves prophets. Let me give you a prophetic word. You sow this seed, 777, and God is going to bless you. Sow in faith, God is going to bless you. Okay, all right. So merchants, right? All right. And they feed on our resources to continually build up the kingdom of darkness while we neglect the kingdom of God. We waste our time and money on their useless and selfish agendas and ignore the voice of God. Who and what is sucking you dry? Who and what is sucking you dry? Now, the notes I just read to you were exactly what God said to me back in September of last year when I had that dream. I wrote all those things down the following morning, waking up from that dream. Okay. Now, God spoke to me today, and what did he say? I hadn't even thought about the dream in a while, <laughs> since January to be exact. But what did he say today? He said, stop eating things that have been sacrificed unto idols. Stop contributing your time, your money, your energy to things, people, businesses, and organizations that have been sacrificed and are sacrificing unto idols. This is a major key of action compounded with kingdom prayer that will cripple and destroy all demonic agenda. This will stop the spread of evil and darkness from progressing in the earth. Stop supporting the kingdom of darkness and start advancing the kingdom of light through your prayers and your actions, prayers and your actions. Obey God. We got to obey God. Now we have to obey God. We have to develop a, 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 a different kind of palate, a different kind of taste palette for clean things. Okay. Okay. We want to consume clean things, clean music, clean movies, clean books, clean food, clean products, you know, things that, that consume, uh, consume those things that are whole, that are uh, clean and wholesome. Start consuming the things that are clean and the things that are wholesome. Stop investing your money into that, into that uh, junk, into that mess, because these things have been sacrificed unto idols. They've been sacrificed unto idols. Stop investing into that. Stop investing into that. I don't care who it is. Stop investing in it, God says. Stop sitting up, eating it, consuming it. Create your own stuff if you have to. Make your own stuff if you have to. Okay, this is where this is where we're going now. This is where God is taking us now. All right, now we're going to look at one more thing, and then I'm going to close this: the doctrine of the Nicolaitans. 
Okay, so why did God hate the doctrine of the Nicolaitans? Okay, so first thing we need to look at, who is the Nicolaitans? All right, so, um, you know, the children of Israel, you know, they was always uh, plagued by these uh, ancient uh ancient uh tribes you know the midianites the canaanites the moabites and you know all these ites and stuff right so god said lead them people along okay so although uh the the nicolatines this is what it says here in my little research it says although it's not out of the ordinary for god to hate practices of pagan groups uh such as child sacrifice and that's another reason why god hates these pay these uh false gods because they require the people to sacrifice their children to sacrifice human beings human beings normally children do your research why did god hate uh the practices of this group so much um it says buried in a letter to the church of ephesus revelation 2 john has a number of remarks against this church located in a city that had a famous temple to Diana. Okay. Oh, I'm reading this for the first time. And didn't y'all just read from you from my notes? What did God say? Diana. Okay. All right. So John has a number of remarks about this church located in a city that had a famous temple to Diana, the Roman version of the Greek god Artemis. Ephesus Compared to a, num to, to a number of other churches that received letters in Revelation, had quite a few good marks from God. Aside from growing a bit stagnant in their fervor for God, they had resisted wicked practices, endured persecution, and weeded out false apostles from destroying their church. Um, the letter also makes one more positive remark. They hate the practices of a group called the Nicol Nicolaitans, which God also appears to hate. Uh, the Nicolaitans appear to, to come from a set group at the time that followed a man by the name of Nicholas. His name can derive from a group from a Greek root meaning conqueror or destroyer. Destroyer, sorry. Some think Nicholas is the man is the same man who appears to convert Christianity in Acts six and five. Let's go, go, let's go, go, sleep. We're going, growing, standing tall, climbing, laughing, hide and seeking, giving our all. Our kids' days are filled with adventure, and Go Go Squeeze is there for every run, jump, step of the way. Made from wholesome ingredients like one hundred percent fruit and veggies, real yogurt, and no artificial anything. In Go Anywhere pouches. So our kids can keep going wherever their adventures take them. Go, go, squeeze. You make the memories, we'll make the snacks. Find us in the applesauce aisle. Let's go. Did you know in 2018, 34% of fatal crashes involved alcohol? Did you know in 2016, 44% of fatal crashes involved drug-impaired drivers? Did you know that being under the influence of any drug is drug-impaired driving? Call a cab, order a ride service, or ask a sober friend to drive. If you are under the influence of any drug, visit chesterfieldsafe.org for more information. But lost his way to a teaching known as Gnosticism. Gnosticism. G-N-O-S-T-I-C-I-S-M. Gnosticism. The agnostics. These are people who claim to be... Um, uh, 
what do the people call that don't that say that there is no God? They say that they don't believe in God. Um, you know what they're called. I, I can't think of I can't think of the name of them right now. But they're originally they are agnostics because it's a heretical teaching that swept away many members of the church in the second century. Um, but not but nothing other than the roots of his name seemed to link him to that sect that seemed to plague the church of Ephesus. If, however, the Nicholas in Antioch mentioned in Acts began began the sect of the Nicolaitans, um, he seems to have fallen away from his faith. Revelation was written long after Acts, and perhaps due to the, that, Nicholas fell in love with idolatrous teachings and chose those over the ones of Christianity. Christianity. The, that seems to align with the fact that the Nicolaitans buckled under the pressures of the of Roman rule, lost their faith, and seemed to want to drag other Christians along with them. Let's see. I'm going to try to get to the meat of this here. Just a minute. It says, those who followed Balaam back in Numbers used Midianite women to seduce the men of Israel and lead them to worship other gods. Examples of such acts have played out with Solomon, for instance, when his wives from pagan religions led him astray and after other gods in 1 Kings 11, 1 through 5. Because Revelation seems to link Balaam with the Nicolaitans, one can assume that the church of Ephesus faced a similar dilemma. Immersed in pagan Roman culture in that city, the sect of the Nicolaitans uh, may have attempted to woo the Christians away from their religion, just as they had been wooed before. Nicolaitans also appear to eat food offered to idols, which um, appear, appears to be decreed against in Acts chapter fifteen twenty nine. Although this one doesn't seem like a major offense, in their context, they had committed a serious spiritual crime. Roman rule required sacrifice to their gods. Emperors such as Decius attempted to weed out Christians by enforcing sacrifices to various Roman deities. Those who resisted faced persecution and possible execution. The Nicolaitans appeared to conform to this Roman culture and seemed to encourage Christians in Ephesus to do the same in a time of dire persecution in uh, 1 Corinthians 6 and 12. In eating the food given to the idols, this implies they had gone into the temples to receive this food and would would have had to engage in the immoralities there to acquire this meat. Okay, the Nicolaitans now, although the sect of Nick of the Nicolaitans have seems to have disappeared into historical obscurity, ideologies of this group seem to persist today. In American culture, Christians now face a choice to blend in with society or stand out in this culture of compromise. Many people in the church today, like Solomon, attempt to marry several wives in a spiritual sense. We serve both God and money uh, and idols. But we can only serve one master. Our culture is reaching a tipping point where we do where we do have to choose who we will follow. It requires sacrifice. We can serve gods or God. And if we choose the latter, the, like the Church of Ephesus, we resist the Nicolaitans and their attempts to drag us with them in acts of idolatry and immorality. 
So the reason that God hated the Nicolaitans was because they also had a part in luring away uh, his people into idolatry and immorality. And that is what is going on today. That this spirit is still alive. The spirit of Balaam is still alive. The spirit of idolatry is with what, what always got us in trouble with God. And we, and, uh, we need to make a decision. Who is on the Lord's side? If you're on the Lord's side, come out from among them and be ye separate and touch not the unclean thing. Amen. Glory to God. So I'm going to leave that on the table. I, like I told you, I know it's heavy. And, um, you know, you may have to listen to this a couple of times. Make sure you share it with as many people as possible. Share this message because this is what the Lord is saying to us. And this is going to help us to resolve the issues um, in our land because um, God wants us to dominate this earth. The kingdom of heaven has to come into the earth through his children and we have to pray it into the earth and then we have to take action and drive out these spirits that are occupying our land by not feeding them. Starve them out. We got to starve them out, right? Starve them out. Don't give them what they want. Because just like in, 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 in the Old Testament, just like every battle uh, uh, that the children of Israel fought and won, it was because God was with them and God was backing them up. I can absolutely guarantee you that God is backing us up. He's backing us up because this is his word. If we obey him, then, you know, if we be willing and obedient, we shall eat the good of the land. Amen. So I'm going to leave this here. I love you. And I'll be back to pray with you again uh, later on. But um, yeah, I'm going to leave this on the table and give, give you a while to digest this and make a decision. Make a decision. Who's on the Lord's side? Amen. I love you. Take care. God bless you. And I'll see you soon. Bye-bye. Your internet and wireless should always have you covered. And with Xfinity, you're covered far and wide. You'll get the best internet experience at home with Xfinity X5 and the best wireless coverage on the most reliable network with Xfinity Mobile. Plus, for a limited time, ask how to get $400 off an eligible Samsung 5G phone. To learn more, click, call, or visit a store today. Requires residential post-pay Xfinity internet. Restrictions apply. Samsung offer ends 915. 5G only in parts of select cities. Your internet and wireless should always have you covered. With Xfinity, you're covered far and wide. Get the best internet experience at home with Xfinity XFi and the best wireless coverage with Xfinity Mobile. To learn more, click, call, or visit a store today. Requires residential postpay Xfinity internet. Restrictions apply.